Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to episode 45 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly film and pop culture podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. My name's Dan Gorman, and I'd like to think that we've progressed past a knife fight for a citrus drink. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Casey Lyons, and it was a pineapple. Uh, I'm Greg, and ding dong, man, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, yo. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, This episode is dropping on Wednesday, January 2nd. uh, And we're recording it on the 1st. Yes. Mm -hmm. We've all had hangovers today. Yes. Wow. Of various degrees. Yep. Yes. (laughs) We're going to, I don't know, we're going to play some film roulette later and uh, hero swap. Yep. That's what's going to happen. We're going to talk about the best stuff in the 2012 year. We're going to do a little look back at 2012. We're going to remember last year. We're going to remember the shit out of last year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to remember the fuck out of that year. (laughs) I'm going to use all my memories. Yeah. Uh, First, we're going to talk about a couple, a grab bag of things. Yeah. Um, What what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about pain and gain first? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Might as well. If you're if you're a moviegoer, you've probably seen the trailer for the new Michael Bay film, Pain and Gain, yeah. with Wahlberg and The Rock. It's based on a true story of uh, some nature. Some yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's based on a bunch of like uh, newspaper articles or something, right? That's what it says in the trailer. Is it? Really? It says like based on the articles by. Oh um, really? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't like, I think he wrote he wrote some articles about his life. Huh. Um, I don't. I well, don't know. It's like a couple of gym uh, weight heads. They, they go out and kidnap a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go. Well, no, like <laughs> they, they steal his money. Yeah, yeah. Some guy. There's a guy who gets out of prison. Yeah. And they need. They want to use him to go rob this other guy who's right. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Uh, right. And uh, and so they enlist the Rock, who's just fresh out of prison, and they're all like, "Come on, let's go rob Tony Shalhoub." And he's like, "All yeah, right, I'm yep. in." <laughs> Yeah, and the end. The, yeah, movie. As far as and then there's yeah. a lot of crane shots. Oh, <laughs> it's a Michael Bay movie, so yeah. lots of crane, and then lots of slow mo. This movie was supposed to be like his small movie too. Yeah. That's what it was like. Oh, on. I have no, I have no doubt that it will be one of his smaller movies. Yeah. but it'll still be you know. There's bad still like boys three explosions boys in the yeah. trailer. I hate yeah. those bad boys movies. Oh, so do really? I. Oh, I like bad boys too. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I think I think the comedy in it is terrible, yes. but I think the action in it is like uh, a fucking amazing. It's yeah. 
I as so. much as I, I guess it's just all the other stuff with all yeah. the people talking part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and bad. it is way too long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really long. It's like but two and a half hours. Oh, I didn't make it through that whole thing. Um, the scene, the scene where where they have that car thing, the 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 truck with all the cars on it and they're tossing the cars off of it. I was just yeah. like, this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, I'll give you that. Sure. And there's probably going to be a lot of that in Pain and Game, but there's also probably going to be a lot of... Yeah. I just don't know, like, it. the the trailer, it looks like... I don't know what the tone's going to be. Is it going to be, like, goofy, jokey, make fun of them meatheads, or is it, like, celebrating it? I don't... Like, it looks like it's supposed to be funny, but I can't put my finger on the tone of this well movie. i don't yeah. think there's gonna be like a through line i mean i don't <laughs> think that it's gonna be what a is the greater metaphor well-tempered <laughs> comedy or anything it's just gonna be michael bay shitting things onto the screen yeah and seeing what sticks i'm gross <laughs> i'll watch it i'd like to oh, see yeah, it i'm definitely gonna see it yeah. i hope i think i don't know mark Wahlberg's funny he can be really funny yeah, and the really rock good. is hilarious the rock he's is never he's not really good funny. I've never not yeah. liked him in anything. He yeah. is good in a lot I of am things. consciously optimistic about this movie. Yeah. Whereas I had no... When I just read the name and, and basic like, plot synopsis on paper, I was like, well, I don't, why Why wouldn't someone make this movie? Yeah. Uh, but now that I saw the... Yeah, I don't know. I think it looks fun. I could use a good meathead action yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess I'm just... I'm really geared up because The Last Stand is coming. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> oh, I saw that trailer that again. Trailer, yeah. I watched that again. <laughs> so fucking... The Last Stand looks great. He has like four movies coming out this yeah. year. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The the I think 2013 is going to be another one of those year for the action movies. Oh, like yeah. when Crank and Transporter and all those movies started coming out. I think we're going to get that again. Yeah. 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 Well, and now the uh, the the tomb with, uh, with Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this because as much as Schwarzenegger has been you know popping up in these Expendables movies, he's not really in them. Mm-hmm. No, no, he, he just shows woke up, up and waves yeah. at the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first, like, the first, well, like, yeah. the two of them, like a two-hander, you know, yeah. prison action movie I'm fucking so stoked for. It's got to be, be it, got, it has to be at least as good as Lock Up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which one was Lock Up? Lock Up, that's Stallone in prison, and I don't know, he plays some football in the mud, and <laughs> prison is bad. Sounds great. <laughs> it's not a good movie. Oh. Um, it's sort of the forgotten Stallone years, you know, like, like when he made I See You. Oh yeah, no, not yeah. those ones. <laughs> that was like straight that to video. Like, yeah, right when it was looking like it was starting to go bad, you know, like well, when things weren't hitting really large, like you know, over the top wasn't a successful movie. No, it just remembered because it's it's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> Lincoln Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> was that? Oh I liked God. how they tried to build that movie. It was like, first you saw like Rambo, then you saw Cobra. Yeah. Now, now you might as well see <laughs> Over the Top. <laughs> now you've got nothing better to do, so come on down the to the theater. You've come this far. Yeah. <laughs> you stuck it through. <laughs> it won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um I uh so very hungover today. Yeah. Uh I like watching crappy TV. Oh yeah. When I'm hungover. True. I started watching a movie right before I came here. I did not finish it, but I'm very perplexed by it. Mm-hmm. It's a movie called uh Tintorena, the Killer Shark. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Cuz that's how they say it in the movie. Oh, okay. oh it's my a god. Foreign film. Oh. <clears throat> it's an, a 1978 uh Killer Shark movie. Okay. That's not a Jaws clone. I thought I thought you I was going to watch gonna Jaws be. clone. Sure. But it is not in any kind of way because it, the, the first shot of the movie is of a shark. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's what I came here to see. <laughs> yeah, then you've there's no, me in so far. they weren't there's kidding no about the shark, shark stuff necessarily. So much as there is a lot of like 
uh, swingers. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Pinto the swinging yeah. shark. <laughs> it's just this. Like, <coughs> these uh, two guys who first they don't like each other because they're both going after the same girl. Right. And she totally bangs both of them. Okay. And they don't like each other. And then she goes out for a swim and a shark eats her. Uh oh. Unbeknownst to anyone. No one is aware of her being because she was a foreigner. She All was right. an English chick who's in Mexico. Then these two guys were like, I don't like you, but let's team up and bang girls. <laughs> and so they, Wait, I thought you were going to say, let's team up and find the girl. No, but no. no. <laughs> They're just like, she was Oh, my God, sweet. she got eaten. You and I, let's team up and find some other girls <laughs> yeah. to vote. The ones that are alive. We can't the ones that are girl. way more alive than her. Yeah. And I like, used to like her. <laughs> I used to think she was cool. Then she, then she got eaten by a shark. Yeah. <laughs> But so like, no one her. knows she's dead. It's <laughs> fucked up. And anyway, then they well, they find these two girls and they bang both of them. They like take turns. Uh-huh. And then these girls are like, Sweet, you mean they bang them later. both at the same time? Like they're all no, no, no. They set like one guy's in one hammock and the other guy's in another hammock, and they bang girls in the hammock. And, they, <laughs> and then they the girls just switch hammocks. No way. Yeah. And then they're this like, thanks hot. for all the dicks. We'll see you later. Yeah. And, they, and they swim away <laughs> naked. <laughs> and then. They, these two guys keep hanging out because they're like, we got a sweet thing going on. Because they're bros now. And they go, yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> they fucking like, they go to this uh, restaurant or bar, and there's a blonde girl sitting there by themselves. And they're like, boom. And they totally like fucking rape creep up to her. Like, what? they're staring at her and stuff. And it's like, she's totally into it, too. She's like, they're like, are you waiting for a man? And she's like, I was waiting for one. But it appears I have found two. I thought that was oh. where you were going. <laughs> oh, my. And the one guy, with the, he's got a beard. Who's, and the actor's name is Hugo Stiglitz, <laughs> which is the character from the name of the character in uh, Inglorious Bastards, the, right? Uh, the Nazi who kills Nazis, yeah, part of the uh, Bastards. Anyway, which is weird. Anyway, he looks really creepy with his beard, and he's just sitting at this table, just staring at her expressionless, which is fucking really eerie. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's talking for a little while, and she has an English accent. He doesn't say anything for the whole conversation. It's the other guy talking, and then he's like. I like English girls. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and then then they then they have a threesome for like a while, and there's still no sharks. The only shark thing that happens is these two dudes go out and hunt sharks, and it's actual footage of killing sharks underwater, okay. which is really kind of disturbing. Yeah. Like whenever you see actual animal death in a movie, like, yeah, yeah, that's not cool. No, it's really not. But that's it. Like, so I don't. I'm now. There's like a half hour left of the movie I haven't watched, but. I think they may maybe look uh, at their comeuppance via sharks. Are they? But they're like, like your heroes. You're supposed to be. These are the guys. <laughs> these are your guys. Maybe that's what's going to happen. It's, it's going to pull the rug out. At the end of the movie, they're just going to get mauled to death by sharks. Yeah, I get. I hope so. I, I have to watch the rest. Oh, maybe the they is, are they the get, sharks. They get fucked by a bunch <laughs> of sharks. <laughs> How do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think this applies. Really. <laughs> we were just boning broads. Raped by sharks. <laughs> Really moral sharks. Yeah, They're like, yeah, exactly. We can't allow like, this. I don't feel like I've learned a lesson. Here. <laughs> it's like total, like it's constant porno premises, but it's not a porno. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's on American Netflix. If you have an hour and a half that you want, I, to oh, I have by. an hour and a half for, uh, <laughs> for a couple raping shark hunters or whatever. 
<laughs> I always have an hour and a half yeah, for that. I have at least day. I have up to an hour and forty five. <laughs> yeah, oh, tops. Goodness. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that sounds it's weird. I, I want to read about that. I want to see what this movie's all about. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> weird. Like, I, I want to read about this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna go run and watch erotic that. literature. About <laughs> <Yeah. this film. laughs> I gotta go I read the script. I can't wait to write some fan yeah. fiction about this. <laughs> <laughs> just, dear, dear penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. I know this never happens. Yeah. No. But it sounds it sounds like I want to know what like is it is that character in Inglorious Bastards supposed to, like is this a movie that is known for like Italian it mu- it films must be or because it's not like that's a common name that yeah no no there's some reason for it I I didn't really get into his IMDb but yeah that sounds was weird. that the ba- is that uh, Eli Roth's character's name no, I can't no, remember because uh, like, I remember uh, the Ty, name Ty, Ty uh, so, so, something yeah. <laughs> no the guy who is the not who is the 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 german yeah in their uh group right the, oh oh the, right like that that like big scary fucking uh yeah, yeah. yeah. this is one of those or something this is one of those moments where all the people that are listening that are movie nerds are like you fucking idiot oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and i do that all the time, I in all podcasts. time on podcasts. i'm like oh, it was kevin spacey yeah <laughs> but uh it wasn't kevin spacey i don't think but yeah. uh yeah yeah the guy that they like bust out of jail yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Ty, Ty Swilger or something like that. <laughs> Toby. 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 Toby, Toby McGuire. <laughs> All right. I'm going to actually look this up because I feel like we won't have closure until we figure it out. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I do. Because You're everyone right. out there is like yelling it. I think we need to get to it. Everyone? Ty Schwager. There you go. Till uh, Schwager. Till Schwager. Yeah. yeah. All right. Move, now great. we can move on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't have much else going on inside my head. Yeah. The only no, thing. No. The only. The only thing I watched. Tiger uh, Shark. E. Date rape. E. e. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um. This about. is a multilingual yeah. podcast. Yeah. I watched Queen of Versailles over the Christmas break, mm-hmm. oh, which right Casey, um, like I told you to do, Casey reviewed a long time ago. I think that was your pick once, right? You you had a free yeah, a free play, a, yeah, and you could go see whatever you want. So you check that out. Yeah, it was really good. It, it, you you were right. It is like a super cool documentary, yeah. and I'm really glad that I watched it. And I was actually really surprised that it wasn't so much like. Look at these rich people who built a huge house. Like, let's all laugh at them because no. they're not idiots, right? Like, well, she was an engineer for IBM. She's not. Yeah. Like, oh dumb. yeah. No. She. But she let herself become. An but that's idiot. the thing. It's uh, it's, like, it's part like he's a sociopath. Yeah, no question yeah. about that. And she she sort of just melted into uh, uh, into rich trophy wife. Yeah. Life. It's like check out. It's more like this is what money will do to people. But right. it was also an interesting cross section of oh, like the, the recession. Like there was a bunch of things where I was like, oh, this is kind of has more depth to it than right. just like here's the rich people kind of thing i liked like, it like i was saying in my text to you like the filmmakers got really yeah. lucky that the bottom dropped out <laughs> of the, uh, yeah while they were making the, the movie industry yeah yeah because it really does show you uh um and, and the way they juxtapose like the super rich people against the help and yeah. against her childhood friend oh yeah who yeah she like like she's she's ultimately like a really sweet person mm-hmm. she's just somebody who just sort of let herself atrophy yeah. because it's just easier to be rich. Yeah, and then and, and then when they when they're trying to save money and she goes to like the Hertz to rent a car and yeah. and she's like, "So who's going to be our driver?" and the guy's like, "You? I don't like you don't get a driver with this car." Uh, get the fuck off that my lot. That was really funny. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I liked it. And I watched um randomly Arbitrage with Richard Gere. 
yeah. the like financial thriller yeah, 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 movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, surprisingly good. Oh yeah. I I actually thought it was a really good thriller, huh. and Richard Gere's really good in it. Mm. I enjoyed it. Very That's nice. it's definitely one like uh, rented or whatever, or when it comes up on Netflix, it's worth a watch. Sweet. I thought it was I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And that was about it. That's all I watched. Nice. Yeah. No, okay. I didn't watch nothing. Yeah. Well, we watched oh. some movies. Should we get into the film roulette then? Okay. Sure. We did see something. All right. Here we go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Django and the loser has to go see something bad and that movie was Parental Guidance. But the loser gets to give the winners a punishment album, which I don't think we did over the break, did we? Yeah, yeah, well, you guys yeah, were Kenny supposed and Dolly to listen Christmas. to Kenny and Dolly Christmas. Did you not listen to it? I didn't to listen it? to it. Oh, strike two. Man. Strike two. <laughs> Another big strike two for Dan Carmen. I completely forgot. Yeah. Um, but that's how you play. Usually I listen. <laughs> that's how you play the game. I didn't play it that way. But uh, it's interesting this week because we we took a, a week off. and So last week we had our uh, our Boxing Day special. Mm-hmm. Which everyone should go listen to. Oh yeah, please go listen episode. to our last episode. Yeah, because we'll we end up referencing you. it at some point. You're not going to know what the hell we're talking <laughs> yeah, exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be like, "What is Dick smelling?" Yeah. <laughs> um, we would love it if you could go listen to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we had a break and we we all ended up going to see Django. Yeah. Because yes. we knew that we all wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about Django then. Yeah. The new right. Quentin Tarantino movie, if you don't know or are living under a rock. Right. <laughs> uh, under a rock. Really? Uh, well, in this economy, am I right? <laughs> am I right? I know very little There's about kinds this of things economy. you can live under. Um, yeah. Better than the rocks. Uh, yeah, Django Unchained. Yes. The new Quentin Tarantino drama, um, as we've established. Yes. yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, fun fact movie. about Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino directed it. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. Totally. It. Yeah. And it's the new film by him. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was by him? This yeah. is all oh. relevant information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a spaghetti western. Uh, yeah. Or it's inspired by. Yeah. Inspired uh, by Django, the And it's original. a revenge story with uh, the with the American slavery as the backdrop. Yeah. It's as, it's as authentic a spaghetti western as can be made today uh, up to and including the fact that Ennio Morricone wrote uh, an original song for this fucking movie yeah that that's all sorts of impressive totally Um, thoughts feelings on this Um, I I really liked it overall overall (laughs) I would say like lived up to my expectations overall like it was really great I feel like it's I feel like for me I've, I've kind of had this thought on and off I feel like I don't want to go oh well look Tarantino Quentin Tarantino made the best movie this year but I can't think of another movie that's stuck in my head as much as this okay, one yeah. is um, well, this movie has him, like every time good. he makes a movie you gotta kind of wonder is this the best thing he's done you know yeah like, well, every single time Maybe not Jackie Brown. People not like Jackie, Jackie Brown, Brown for me, and not Jackie Brown's uh, probably my favorite yeah, movie. That's right. Movie. Yeah, people didn't uh, didn't have the patience for it. The no. funny thing about Jackie Brown to me is that it, it feels more like an Elmore Leonard movie than a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know, yeah. like like I I feel like Elmore Leonard's influence is stronger in it than uh, than Maybe. Tarantino's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I really like Jackie. Which is Brown. not a well, bad that's the only thing. time he's taken 
written script off of a you know a something source yeah material. yeah right so it's gonna have a different vibe to yeah it. yeah yeah totally <coughs> great movie though. I great thought movie. it served the movie but it's oh, yeah. but I think it's probably my least favorite of his fair enough. Um. Yeah, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio in Django was awesome because yeah, it's, it, fucking great. he's really good in it. And it's really cool to see him play uh, a character with that like edge to it because yeah, you don't yeah. see like you see he's played a lot of different types of characters, but it this was the first time I've seen him do something that dark, right? Yeah. You know. And uh, when I read that Jamie Fox was going to be the lead in this, I was kind of bummed, honestly. Yeah. Because I, you know. Uh, he's I've 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 enjoyed him in things, but he just generally makes bad movies. Yeah, which yeah. is more so what I associate him with is just oh crappy movies. Right. But uh, after seeing the film, I, I can't imagine anyone. He's else. really good. Yeah, in like the part. like he's so great in it. I I spent the movie like just trying to think of other actors who could play the role and yeah. thinking like oh if he was a little younger it'd be interesting to see someone like Eddie Murphy in this role or or somebody like that like just but but at the end of the day like his performance is so indelibly glued to the character. Yeah. That, yeah. That yeah, like I I can't really picture anything no, else doing so it. Definitely, great. and so um, you, like yeah, um, everyone in this movie is really good. Yeah, there's like, not a weak performance. Yeah. amongst the leads, uh, or even the fucking supporting cast. Tom Wopat. Tom fucking Tom, Tom, Tom Wopat. Let's talk about some of the fucking people in this yeah. movie. Some of the people who don't even have a line, right? But are just fucking in there, like. Uh, Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. You go, yeah. Was that Tom Savini? Yeah, then he's gone. That and, was it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Zoe Bell as well. Uh, as Zoe that Bell. Girl. I don't even yeah, remember what her. Was that it? about? So yeah. Uh, fucking Ted Neely. Yeah. I was like, uh, I read his name in the cast list after, and I'm like, where the fuck was he? Yeah. Uh, Ted Neely. If you don't Jesus know who Ted Christ Neely is, superstar. he was. Yeah, he was Jesus Christ superstar in the movie, yeah. and and uh, and on Broadway, and has mm-hmm. played it. Um, yeah, Don Johnston was awesome. Don Johnston was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was cool to see Don Johnston again. And Tom Wopat. Uh, played the, uh, or if those of you have seen it or are going to see it, plays a marshal of, uh, of a town that Django and King go into the first time yeah. they go into together. And he's only in the one scene. scene. People don't recognize him or don't know the name Tom Wopat, because why would you? He was Luke Duke. Yeah. Uh, the he Dukes was a Hazard. part of your childhood. He was, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's the pride and joy of Lodi, Wisconsin, <laughs> uh, which is where he's from, and I lived there briefly. Um, but yeah, it's like, who, I don't know, you know, the, the other Bo Duke. Um, what's his face? Schneider. Um, he played Clark Kent's dad on Smallville and stuff like. He's had a career. I don't know what happened to to, uh, to uh, Tom Wopat as far as in front of the camera. You know? Yeah, it was, it was really cool to see him pop up in his Tarantino movie. Yeah, and um, Christoph Waltz, uh, as usual, amazing, is fucking amazing. He's he, so good. Like Tarantino's had a lot of uh, strong uh, actors in his stable that have, like, yeah, you know, like Sam Jackson. Who one of the best things Sam Jackson has done? Oh, oh, movie. like I, I'll be, I loved him. In it. I'll be super pissed if he's not nominated for best supporting. Yeah, uh, uh, for for the. He, he, but um, I can't, yeah. like, I can't even put into words how brilliant his performance it's is. It's outstanding. But uh, and Tarantino has used a lot of people. Tarantino. Tarantino. That shark is sexy. Yeah, you know, like Buscemi's turned up a lot. Not lately. Anyway, but I don't think any actor has been more perfectly married to Tarantino's dialogue than Christoph Waltz. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I watched Django Unchained and I was so like immersed in it and just like I didn't want it to end. I enjoyed it so much. I went home and watched Inglorious Bastards right yeah. away. Like, like immediately. Right. And he's just so fantastic in that too. And it's just <clears throat> I, there's something about it's Tarantino's writing and his performance and the understanding of each other 
It's it's magic. It's Which pure is weird magic. Because I don't think it's like I I almost feel like Christoph Waltz is helping um, Usher Tarantino into a whole new sort of era of filmmaking. Like mm-hmm. his, his the weirdness of his performances yeah. in Tarantino's yeah, movies maybe. adds a whole new dimension to Tarantino's like little universe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and I I really do hope that he becomes uh, like one of. I mean, obviously, he is becoming one of Tarantino's mainstays, but like, yeah, yeah. I just always want to see him Absolutely. deliver yeah. deliver yeah. Tarantino's lines. Totally, and and this, yeah, he, he'll be nominated for this. There's, for there's sure. no question, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Amazing. I think so. So great. Um, I will say because I know um, that we disagree on this, but yeah. I will. I do want to mention that Quentin Tarantino's when he shows up at the end of the movie. Uh, Spoiler alert! He's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's he shows up with a with an Australian accent, and it was definitely the first point of the movie where I felt like it was a major misstep for me. Like, and I completely understand where you're getting that from. Like, like yeah. how you well, would feel he's a like terrible that. Actor, and, yeah. and everyone hates his cameos in his own movie. Yeah. Right. And it's just his his accent was but, terrible. So but honestly, but I it, still it, feel like it was a little wink to the audience. Yeah. I was really so fully I understand. entrenched in the movie that I didn't um, that it didn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, it totally but honestly, took I was me like, out. E, it's a bit of a bad accent. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but see, he doesn't say a lot. And then I mean, no, I'm not going to talk about the scene too much. Yeah, another actor turns up in that scene and it just makes it like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Michael yeah. Parks. It yeah. was Michael okay, Parks. He's just so friggin' watchable yeah. that that yeah. yeah like and the whole and the other guy the actual Australian gentleman yeah. uh, he was great too in the yeah. little, tiny little it was just, it was, was so jarring to see him <laughs> next to like people with really good Australian accents yeah yeah sure <laughs> and he does and it does the scene does end nicely but I just kind of <laughs> thought that kind of made me more mad I was just like make it a, just a random actor and then I would have not have been taken out of your own movie I don't know yeah, it made me mad but I mean like I don't know you I can understand the, you why it wouldn't though with the bad and, yeah. and uh, but I wanted it all to be good because <laughs> it was I, I it was working like it, was. it was so close to the end and I was like wow I haven't like I haven't thought anything bad about this movie yet and then I was like oh there you go well that's, <laughs> that could have brought it down a notch for you just like uh, almost disappoints me because it yeah. totally didn't for me I was yeah. just like I can get fully on board with this because the rest of the movie has given me so much yeah. that uh, yeah. can't be brought down by and what and that's fair enough that is just you know the climax yeah. is wonderful yeah. um but yeah i highly highly recommend yeah, i'm totally. gonna go see it in theater again i, I really want oh to. hells yeah yeah can't wait i'm uh, gonna go do maybe tomorrow i'll do like a big double a big fucking six hour double feature of uh Django and chained again and mm-hmm. um the Miserables. The Miserables. Which I didn't get a chance to see. The no. Miserables. <laughs> oh, you didn't get a chance to see. No. You said you were going to. Yeah. Strike two. No. no. <laughs> First of all, that would be strike three for me. And yeah. second of all, I didn't promise. <laughs> I didn't promise shit to you assholes. Um, yeah. So because Greg lost the last role, he had to go see Parental Guidance. <laughs> yes. A wonderful, I'm assuming, Christmas film for the whole family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> delightful Romp, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Starring uh, Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Billy Crystal. Uh, Bette Midler. Bette Midler Tom Everett How can you go wrong? Oh, Scott. Scott. Um, <laughs> you can't. You can't. So the movie is about Billy Crystal. Is a uh, he's a uh, announcer at for a minor league baseball team. Okay, he's the voice oh, of the Jesus. something Grizzlies, and uh, he gets fired. Uh oh, uh, he's upset about that. <laughs> What's he gonna Whoa, do? He's like crazy rich. His house he lives in with Bette Midler is fucking retarded. And, do you know uh, how much announcers mm-hmm. for minor league baseball teams make? <laughs> uh, I think they make, they do okay. They do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, uh. okay. Anyway, endorsements. <laughs> so 
And then uh, Mar- their child is Marissa Tomei, who is married to Tom Everett Scott. They have three kids together. He's got something to do with his job, and they have to leave town. And they call. They don't have anyone else. It's a very, very Uncle Buck moment where yeah. they're like, oh, man, it's only them. So the wacky grandparents got to come and take care of the kids. And it's, oh, man, we're from different generations, and so I don't get it. They, they have to the, come because the dad's leaving or is the dad and Marissa Tomei leaving they're both gonna leave because he's getting he okay. might win some big yeah. award and they haven't had any time away in five years yeah okay now so there's gonna be a lot if I can just predict yes okay there's gonna be a lot of uh, uh Billy Crystal going what the heck is an iPad uh, like, is there gonna be a lot of uh, yes <laughs> actually th- there's like a straight stream of that in the first three minutes of the movie sure where Facebook Twitter tweets oh hashtags iPods. Uh, I give up. All of like, and he's like, I want that. Who? I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, I give up. The, uh, so I'm already uncomfortable and not liking this movie. Yeah. The first time you see Bette Midler is she's got some kind of class going on in her living room where it's her and a bunch of other old ladies doing like, uh, what do you call it, the exercise on the stripper pole? I don't oh, know what that is? Stripper, stripper pole size? Stripper, I don't know. Stripper polar size? Stripper sure. size? <laughs> anyway, stripper polar express. So the first thing you see of <laughs> that Hitler is her writhing around on, on the pole, and that was <laughs> unpleasant, Christ. and that made me mad. Yeah. It's unpleasant uh, hearing about yeah. it. Yeah. This, okay, this Just is... the sentence, <laughs> Bette Midler writhing around on the uh, pole those words is the thing I don't want to hear. Not cool. Uh, she shows up on the pole. Uh, she gets on the pole, and <laughs> it's empowering. This is without, guidance rated NC-17. without any question. This is the worst movie I saw all year. Okay, I was so uncomfortable and so irritated by it. I was the I almost yeah. walked out. And right. I, yeah, I, I thought it might stop me from walking out if I texted at you guys that I was thinking thinking of walking, of walking out. out. Yeah, I really was like I think I'm done. Yeah, like I, I gotta go. <laughs> There's so many other things I could do with like my go time. Pay a homeless man to kick me in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> which you which you still can. I can do, do but what? it would have you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, uh, okay, it's like, and the acting is just terrible. Marissa Tomei is terrible in it. Tom Everett Scott is always terrible sure. in everything. Yeah, yeah. And he's extra terrible <laughs> in this. Yeah. Uh, Billy Crystal's just hamming it up like it's still 1986 and, you know, fucking throw mama from the train. Oh, are you kidding? It. In his mind, I'm sure it is still 1986. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and the kids are really irritating. Uh, it's not their fault. They're just kids and they're in this terrible movie. And, like, it's three stages of not understanding what is going on because there's the, the really young kid, the middle kid, and then the 12 year old. Okay. And I had one of them know how to handle any kind of this way. Like, because there's no through line to the comedy. Sometimes it's just broad slapstick. And Getting hit in like the balls weird, at a baseball yucky, game. Yuckety yuck fucking vaudeville. Yeah. Uh, and it, but basically, the movie feels like a bunch of really bad actors, and you're watching the rehearsal footage of oh. them reading lines from the worst movie ever made because right. <laughs> it's all so lifeless and wooden like there's no <clears throat> background to anything you know of, of any bit nothing, of humanity nothing <clears throat> about this seemed like it, it might be good it's like remember when that oh. uh, Rene Russo and Dennis Quaid movie came out where they have too many kids or something oh, the uh, kids are, oh yours yeah. mine and ours yeah, yeah. sure yeah. Wow. that was a remake oh uh, speaking of Dennis Quaid this is a total I'm, I'm uh, going elsewhere but, okay, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just keep on forgetting to bring this up because I laugh really hard every time I think of it. Um, a couple of years ago, Casey texted me um, the picture, or the cover of a DVD box from a Seven Eleven he was in. Yeah, and it was just really good sticker placement. 
<laughs> it was a Dennis Quaid movie, and like the picture close up of his face yeah. in black and white or something, looking very stern. Yeah, <clears throat> and the movie is called Horseman. Horseman. Oh, I've seen that movie. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. Now I, I know what <laughs> the, it, where the, the the for sale sticker is is over the letters H O R. So it was just Dennis Quaid. Semen. semen. <laughs> the tagline for this movie is it's something about hide and like seek or come and see or come and see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, come and see. Come <laughs> and see semen. Yeah, <laughs> and anyway. it, and come and see. By the way, is just Over written right across Dennis Quaid's <laughs> yeah. face. Hilarious. It's the best. I mean, yeah. somebody had to know when they were putting. The well, sticker that's down. The, that yeah. is the thing. They they had to have because I actually saw that the physical copy of it in a Seven Eleven. That's the picture that I texted. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. And I've seen them pop up. Like you know how oh, a sticker yeah. placement yeah, is yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. a thing. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen pictures, similar pictures on the internet. But. Because the power of suggestion, because that's on Netflix now, and I, I I flip past it when I'm looking for movies now and again, and so and so there's no sticker on that. It just says horseman, yeah. but I, all all I see is then horse semen. Horse semen, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every time I can't watch it. Yeah, it's, I, a, it's an see. unofficial sequel to the Horse Whisperer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he whispers different things into the horse's ear until yeah. it comes, and the horse is like, oh, "Oh God, this never happens to me." <laughs> I swear, baby. <laughs> I keep whispering. I gotta finish. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so oh, parental yeah. guidance yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. The point. I don't even want to talk about it because it's, there's not like it's not like a hilarious watch where I can talk about how, how bad, stupid this funny, scene yeah. was or this joke didn't work. It's really just uncomfortable and uh, oh, it's just like the worst kind of people not understanding how to make jokes. I, anyway, yeah. the point where then I was about to freak out and leave is in the last like ten minutes of the movie for some inexplicable reason. Billy Crystal and Bette Midler sing. Oh God! Like all of Book of Love. What? Yeah. Why? Wonder, wonder, wonder. Yeah, wonder right. Who? How do they fit song, that into the plot? The die. I love they're that just song. Like, That's a great song. Yeah. Well, I used to like it. Yeah. Now it's a uh, fucking ruin forever because yeah. they just sing it in this kitchen. So there's not even music, and it's just them dancing. Oh, it's just them singing acapella. Yeah. Are they singing to the kids trying to? Entertain no, the kids them, aren't or? even in the fucking room. They see uh, in uh, more Marissa Tomei's playlist that she has it. They're like, oh, my God, we played that song. For, how could she even possibly remember it? Yeah. But, uh, it's a famous song. You yeah. fucking jerk offs. Like, people <laughs> have the internet. And, um, yeah, and it's just like the, the whole damn song. That's, just, that's it so weird. Fucking, fucking worst. Yeah, that, that is the worst. hated it so fucking much. Fuck you all. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Crystal. Fuck yeah. him. Fuck him so hard. Yeah. Fuck him with Batman. And, and you know in what? In front of those kids. You uh, know what? The thing about the thing about Billy Crystal is that he's in movies that I that I really like. Yeah. And he has been funny in movies. Absolutely. And, okay. When Harry Met Sally and and I I think Running Scared is a fairly say, underrated movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah. I did start rewatching Throw Mama from the Train the other day, but I only saw like oh, half an hour. Oh, that was asleep. a great movie too. Um, is that I Rob Reiner? No, Danny no, DeVito. No, Danny DeVito. Yeah. Rob he directed Reiner's it in as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he um, like like his comedy has a place in some movies. Yeah. You know, like like Listen, he, I his idolized cameo, him when I was a kid. Yeah. Sure. Like his cameo in uh, Spinal Tap's funny as the mime. Yeah. Right. Like he like he when he's used effectively, he can be funny. I, I just like don't know. Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if maybe he, like I don't think he will ever be able to do that again. No. You know, I, I, I mean, this movie just stinks of like. Uh, 
I, I mean, it's not for my age group. Yeah. There's the other thing. Like, I, that's well, that, for that's me to the thing. To like, it. my mom, my mom is going to see this movie at some point and just be absolutely delighted by it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, my mom, I was on the phone with my mom today, and she was like, oh, we're either going to go see Lincoln or Parental Guidance. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have a like, shitty yeah, time or a so shittier horrible. time. Yeah. But then actually, I realized, you know, Athena was saying, and I thought about it after. I'm like, well, I think she should probably actually like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Old people, um, old people are, are fucking are delighted <laughs> by Bat Midler. Yeah, yeah. What is that? I don't. I, I don't understand Bat Midler no, at no, all. No, I, I have. But uh, yeah, this movie is just the worst. It's just the worst, worst. I'm glad worst you had to sit through it. All of yeah, it makes me happy. I'm really happy that you had to sit through it. Speaking of Lincoln, for a second, real quick. Everyone likes that movie still, and yep. we're we're the only people that I really? that I that I've talked to that didn't like it. And yep. I, so when I went home for Christmas, my aunt and uncle went and saw it, and they were just gushing about how great it was. And I was like, "No, I really didn't like it." And I was trying to tell them how I didn't like it, and they were like, "Oh, well, you're young." You don't like history. And, and they like, were like, we I, were there, Dan. <laughs> it was accurate. Was like, no, it's a bad movie. <laughs> I, would love to, I, I would love to see like a Young. good movie about yeah, Lincoln. What that, yeah, what does that have to do? It's not yeah. like it's like a generational yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, the kids just don't, don't like, like Lincoln. Lincoln. Uh, Dan Gorman, all he wants is his candy pops yeah. and his Transformers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you talking about? You know what, Dad? Just take your pog slammer yeah. or the other room. Get out of here. You don't know anything about his. Go watch your Jack Reacher dick smelling movies. We don't understand your generation. You should have just played them the episode. Yeah. yeah. This is why Lincoln, Lincoln never would have smelled Larry Sugar's dick. <laughs> he had integrity, Dan Carmen. That was a twofer. You got two references oh, yeah, in yeah. that one. I, I, I built that one episode. with layers. Pause here. Listen to Boxing Day episode. Yeah. yeah. Please go back and listen yeah. to Boxing yeah. Day episode. Welcome back. Um... Yeah, so let's get into the album before we roll. Yeah. The album that I didn't listen yes, to because yes, I completely yes. forgot that mm-hmm. I had to listen to I it. I listened to it. Yes, Greg listened to it. Kenny and Dolly Christmas. Kenny and Dolly Christmas. Um, a, a Kenny and Dolly Christmas. Yeah. Which I would like to make a, a, a greeting for for this. Have yourself a uh, Kenny and Dolly Christmas. I think so. And yeah. I, I, I will say, as far as listening to a Christmas album goes, I highly enjoyed this. It's, this it's, is exactly what Christmas albums are supposed to sound that's like. Exa- this that's exactly. the blueprint for Christmas albums. That's really what I was hoping that you guys would take away from it, was that that it's just such a heartwarming little album. It's totally. like watching Six Pack. Yeah, know? exactly. It's just you know? a heartwarming And uh, they're both really good singers. Their yep. voices are Perfect, perfect together. together. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's amazing. Now Six I will pack, just I bring just up a couple of things. Your reference. <clears throat> I'm going to bring up uh, the first song and the last song. Okay. Just as far as something that I, I just found funny. Yeah. Uh, the first song is called "I Believe in Santa Claus," mm-hmm. just d- delightful for a Christmas jingle. Absolutely. It's, uh, the whole song is also just a metaphor for "I believe that America is wonderful and Jesus is my co-pilot." Okay. Oh, for uh, sure. It's hilarious. It's yeah. so fucking America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's sort of fun to listen to. And then uh, the last song, uh, "Once Upon a Christmas." Uh, Once upon a Christmas. Yeah. Kenny Rogers a, in the room. It's got like a. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. It was just me. Dad. Oh my God. It was just me. Whew. It was just Casey. I was starstruck for. I a got my gun out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get out of here. You're not welcome here, Kenny. Not again. It should be, it should be noted that Kenny Rogers owes Greg a great deal of money. Fool me once, Kenny. <laughs> so, Once Upon a Christmas is like a just like fucking, uh, you know, it, it is about Jesus. It's no, there's no Santa in this one. Um, so it wasn't really Once Upon a Christmas. It was like Jesus was born. It wasn't Christmas yet. Um, but the song has this like 
building intensity to it, and it's all fucking dig doom doom boom, and the snow's <laughs> coming down, and Jesus' muscles were sweet, and he kisses me hard, and like it's, what? I feel what? like oh, sorry, what? <laughs> it's what it feels like. These songs, whenever I hear these like crazy Christmas Jesusy songs, they're all they're like. Like like stalker love songs, yeah. they're like so crazy in love. Like I don't know, the whole I was laughing the entire time listening to that song because I'm just like waiting for the mm-hmm. you know fucking. And then he took his shirt off, <laughs> and we're always together, <laughs> walking by my side. Started out we were arm wrestling, but then it shirt came off. What things I gonna do? Another. Now I cannot <laughs> look him in the eye. <laughs> things are really weird between us now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Where I don't did know. we just go? Yeah. <laughs> Sexy Jesus. Um, there's another song that I want to talk about, but I can't find the fucking Hard, hard Candy song. Christmas. What? Well, a, <laughs> hard Candy Christmas. I'll sing a what little bit that? of that. Which one is that? Okay, it's called Hard Candy Christmas, where she's talking about how things have been a little bit rough, but it's like I'm having a hard candy Christmas. That just sounds like a sexual innuendo <laughs> that I don't want any part of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fucking Hard Candy Christmas. It's a thing. <laughs> That's what I'm having next year. Yeah, a hard sounds, candy yep. Christmas. It sounds delicious. Uh, and the rest is it's all just you know Christmas tunes. Yeah, you got your before. standards in there. There's yeah, a yeah. lot and of sleigh bells. They're really nice. It all sounds nice and Christmassy, but yeah. well, I just that I'm uh, glad that this wasn't. It was my mood let's or what? Rip but apart the album. Christmas just no, sounded it's, like it's, it's nice to have. It's, a, yeah, it's absolutely adorable. If you want it, if you want a Christmas album that you can listen to with your. With your parents and everyone's just charmed and you don't and you don't want to be yeah. like oh Christmas album yeah. yeah this one's a cute one sweet I will I'm gonna go listen to it then yeah, even though it's, it's right. after Christmas um, it was nice to go to that after uh, Christmas in the stars yeah right it's a nice little <laughs> pairing of uh, albums among the stars among the stars <laughs> that right. will always amuse me yeah that was that was pretty good um, so now I've got the punishment album for you yes. guys oh because I saw this movie now. Are you going to go bad? I have this list I've been compiling. Of yeah. Just, like, uh, trying not to forget these crazy albums that pop into my head. Yeah. And, and I've got a really impressive list, list of, of albums. However, yeah. I had made the choice before I saw Parental Guidance that I was going to give you guys a good album this week. Oh. Right? And I'm sticking to it. It's the Merry year. Christmas. Yeah. It's a nice album. As much as I... I'm so angry about seeing Parental Guidance. While I was watching it, I'm like, I don't know if I can do yeah, it. I don't know if I can give I him a good one. I do not know if I can do this. I've had that feeling before. Anyway, <laughs> um, so what I'm, I'm just going to uh, – I don't know if, Gorman, if you have any experience with uh, this artist. I know okay. Casey doesn't have enough. We were talking about it uh, two weeks ago. But I love this album, and I want to talk about it. It's my favorite by him. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Let oh. Love In. Okay, sweet. Oh, good. Yeah, no, nice. I, don't, I don't have much uh, Nick Cave. Nick, that is, I think, uh, his best album. And it's well, sweet. What's the album anyway. called? Let Love In. All right. All right. Yeah, I will. Sweet. I will. Uh, <laughs> I will. Like I will, then. Great, great album. So Wicked. I'm uh, looking forward to talking we'll about it. We'll be talking it. about really that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next good. week. Snow is on the ground. Now it's good. Let's get yeah. uh, dark for the winter. Nick Cave, <laughs> Nick Cave, is he nobody's baby now? Yep, that and that's on that album. That's on that album because okay. that's like the one Nick Cave song I know, and I absolutely love that yeah. song. It's an absolutely beautiful song. Yeah, it's for years I've been uh, saying it, it's uh, makes no sense to me that Casey's not a Nick Cave fan. It well, it's like... It doesn't add up at all. Yeah, there's... I mean, I didn't get but into... But it's, it's a lack of exposure. Right? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, I didn't even get into Elvis Costello until I, like, I was, like, what, 23, 24? Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, a huge name for me when I was a kid because yeah. I'd see him on Saturday Night Live and just be like, mm. he's terrifying, but <laughs> his music is amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so, like, I, I feel like it's just that for me. So this will be yeah. a nice, uh, a nice introduction. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, good. Um, Rolling. All right, rolling. So what I'm, the fuck are we rolling? I'm looking yeah, what on, are we rolling for? I'm looking on the interwebs right now. Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D is opening. And, um, and Promised Land. Yes. I don't want to see either of those movies. <laughs> what, what's Promised Land? It's That's the, the one where Matt Damon, Matt Damon. and John Krasinski... Are arguing over farming. Yeah, Gus Van Sant. It. Oh, I, right. I heard it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm. Oh looking, yeah. Because yeah. I got. Yeah. I, I, when I first saw the it trailer, it looks cheesy as fuck. It's super cheesy. But at the beginning of the trailer, I'm like, well, this could be okay. Yeah, yeah. But then there's that one line in it where Matt Damon and Matt Damon works for a big corporation. Yeah. They're trying to buy up everybody's land. This is a big hot button topic in the states right now. Right. And um, John Krasinski is a farmer who's doesn't. Yeah. You know, got a heart of gold and going up against them. Yeah. And there, there are. But Matt Damon's from farming community and so it's like he doesn't see what he's you're doing selling right. us out kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah right. and he's yelling at John Krasinski and he's like I work for a 18 billion dollar company do you know what we're capable of and John Krasinski goes do you oh yeah. Barf! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, no, that is so poignant. Yeah, it's just, oh. um, so I'm looking. So I'm looking no, right now. Or Texas Chainsaw 3D. I think no. Texas Chainsaw 3D should be the bad movie. It looks pretty. Good. Oh, I think it will be. for sure. So <laughs> I, think, I think it will be the that's bad movie. I think we should roll for that, and then I really, I really do again? want a reason oh. to go see Zero Dark Thirty. Although it's not going to be playing this weekend. Yeah, it looks. Um, but playing this weekend at the Varsity is the impossible. The tsunami movie, uh, the one with Ewan McGregor yeah, and, and Nicole Naomi Kidman, Watt. that oh, thing yeah. looks amazing. Naomi Watts. I, I'd say we should. We should. So I, I say we say that is because I've heard good things about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so that'll be playing at Varsity. And we'll roll against ta- uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. All right. Okay. Sweet. All right. Mm. I'm so rolling. Got, got White Shadow. Five. five. Dan rolled a five. five. Nice new year. It. I'm turning my rolls around this year. <laughs> I got a right sweet here. six. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're gonna see some three D chainsaws unless Greg can roll a five or a six. And then I got six. No, oh, six. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. so I'm going to see <laughs> oh, Texas yeah, Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna nice go see five, the Impossible. Loser. You yeah. suck. We rule. Yeah. I like that. Like my new year, I'm rolling high now, and I still can't fucking win. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? I rolled a five, which is like in my terms, like oh shit, it's not a one or a two. Gold. Yeah, there's no way I can. This lose. one's going on my website. Yeah. <laughs> it's just got a website of all of the numbers you've rolled. This week, the dice. dear diary. <laughs> This week I rolled a five. <laughs> in your diary, you're either Woody Allen or uh, John Travolta. <laughs> Gia diary. Oh, jeez, I rolled a five. Uh, five she's like so weird. <laughs> I 
gonna go talk to my therapist. It's like, it's like <laughs> the baby's talking, but it's like Bruce Willis is talking. <laughs> all right, you know oh, what? Man. I'm all right. I'm I'm glad that it was at least something like a shitty horror movie. Yeah, I, mean, those I watched. Are, you can at least those sit through the that, worst. Yeah. yeah. I find oh. when I lose like the die roll, I'm like, oh, whatever. But yeah. then when it comes time when like, I have to make time to go see it, I'm like, fuck this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? Why do we do this? <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're like, you, you you find yourself like trying to plan your time around like, well, I know I got to go see a movie this weekend. So like, I got to, yeah, yeah. I got to, I got to work around my schedule so I can go see parental guidance yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. Just, ugh. Yeah. Like that Resident Evil movie. Going to see that was a, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> put it off so long. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I actually have to go. Come on. Yeah, come I on. had to go see. I had to go see Skyfall in the same day that I saw that fucking Silent Hill movie. Yeah, I'm like, I can't just devote one day to Silent Hill. Yeah, <laughs> that just has to be an unpleasant thing to get out yeah. of the way. So now that we're on the topic of that, before we get to Hero Swap, we're gonna t- we're gonna take a little bit of a look back mm-hmm. at 2012, and yeah. we're talking about it. The so it let's let's. Start with since we, you were just talking about bad. We were just talking about bad movies. Mm-hmm. What are what are some of the highlights of the of the worst movies we've had to go see for the podcast for film for losing for film losing roulette. film roulette yeah. is what All we're right. going to start off on. Uh, uh, I the, the one that comes to my head for me is uh, the lucky one with Zac Efron. <laughs> right? Just be, just because that's one of those movies where and and this is what I find with film roulette is. It was one of those movies where I would have never had to encounter that movie in my life. No. Like sometimes, like Texas Chainsaw 3D, sure, it could come on Netflix, and one day I'd be like, "I'm gonna look at, it. like, I'll try yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. But right. the lucky one would have been a movie where I would have not gone to have seen it. I would have never watched it on video, and I would have never thought about it again. Yeah, that, <laughs> and then that, I had to go. That applies to my first one too, which was uh, Tyler Perry's Good Deeds. Yes. Yeah, ne- that would never have reached my <laughs> fucking. My little yeah. uh, uh, world. No, no. Now it has, and it's touched me forever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, parental Guidance was uh, definitely, I never would have seen it. Yeah. But uh, earlier in the year, though, I, and I had that streak in the summer. Yeah. Where it was just out of control. Yeah. The, and Tyler Perry's, uh, Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness, Witness Protection. Witness Protection. Was, I just didn't understand how that was a movie. Yeah. Uh, this which, is going to turn it, into. It was at least fascinating. That's why Parental Guidance is worse. But that yeah. one was. Uh, well, basically what happened bad. was somebody summarized uh, the Bernie Madoff thing for Tyler Perry, and he was like, oh, fuck, I could make a movie out of that. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think we can do this little segment without talking about dance movies. No, we can't. I had to I go don't see know. I've Step never Up. seen a dance yeah, you movie. You haven't seen Casey still has to see a dance movie, and Gorman yeah. still has to see a Tyler Perry movie. Which saw, is yes. lucky because there's a new one, one coming, coming out. out. Yeah, there is a new Tyler Perry movie coming out. It's me seeing Step Up Revolution 3D, whichever, whatever it was called, wasn't necessarily. It was bad. The 3D dancing was pretty entertaining, but overall it was bad. I wouldn't say that it was the most painful, but it's definitely like another one of those. Like I don't uh, want to go see a dance movie. I think you know. I think you won in the dance. In movie the better area of the two, because I saw Street yeah. Dance 2 3D. Two, or maybe two. Yeah, Street Dance two, <laughs> two, 3D. Street Dance two, three D two. It was like a sequel to that. It sequel. was two parts. It was like Breaking Dawn or whatever. I, I got like the low budget nobody's one. Yeah, like, yours was made up of all these. So you think you can dance people yeah. and stuff, and it was all and had pretty crazy high production values on the dances. <laughs> this one was just you know 
the people who auditioned. Yeah. <laughs> people some who Brit- could show up. That one was just some <laughs> British people. Oh, man. Yeah. So horrible. <laughs> but like, kind of fascinating, too. Like, I, I can't list that one as the worst because... It was such a unique film experience. That yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why I actually uh, I, I won't call Mr. Good Deeds the bad, uh, uh, like the worst movie this year for me because yeah. it was just I, I had a good time watching it. Mm-hmm. Going what? Yeah. Uh, that was like like when I went and saw Won't Back Down for the podcast. Like I think when I when I saw that I gave it a what pretty was Won't Back Down. That's yeah. the movie about. Um, uh, Gyllenhaal, Maggie Gyllenhaal saving the school. Oh, um, right. like that wasn't that wasn't the worst movie. Yeah, I, I think like I Maggie gave it Gyllenhaal and Queen Latifah. Yeah, or something. something like that. <laughs> That's that, not uh, um, <laughs> No, it wasn't Queen Latifah, but no, it was somebody. Might as well be. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, like that movie wasn't the worst. Like I, I gave it a pretty middling review, and right, I said yeah. like whatever. But it was definitely like I didn't want to. go I went and saw it in an empty theater, and I was just like, yeah. what am I doing here? Like I don't want to be here watching this movie. <laughs> Another major one for me was uh, uh, what a Rock of Ages. Yes, right. right. Holy fuck, man! Yeah, like I, 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 it pops into my head every once in a while, and I remember that I saw it. And yeah, I'm just, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> so you're like, it was just a dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they made that movie. Um, like, and this film experience is bad. There was people who smelled bad in the theater, like yeah. a mixture of like poop and food, which is not good. I hate that. And then I moved away from the bad smell. Because that's definitely a thing. And I, and I going to the movie by... theater where someone is stinks of of something else plus food yeah. is the worst. <laughs> that's so bad. Um, like microwave burrito. Yeah. And, uh, like that gross faint spice in the air. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. So bad. Then we moved away guys, from the this smell. this is getting racist. And uh, then I sat by the, uh, you know, the, the middle-aged woman who laughs at everything. Oh, and, yeah. But then repeats what she laughed at right afterwards. <laughs> so you understand why she was yeah. laughing. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the thing that really got me going. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this when I saw Lincoln. There is an old, because I saw it at the Varsity Theater, which is the old people theater. Mm. And it was just me and Athena and a whole bunch of old people. And there was an old lady who would... Because there's like little quips and stuff throughout Lincoln. Yeah. And she would. There's a couple chuckles. Yeah, yeah. Acknowledge these moments, not by actually laughing. <laughs> like, you know, when something catches you and you. Ah. <laughs> well, she just like. She would go, ha Oh. Ha <laughs> I thought you were going to say she just goes, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, she kind of would. There wouldn't no be like laughing. a statement that's after. But most of the time, it was like Lincoln would say something fairly clever and she'd go, ha <laughs> and then like ah, it's clever. Yeah. <laughs> was she was she cheap Wiggum? Yeah, <laughs> With your yeah voice. she sounded like she's you know you know sometimes old ladies have like super deep like growly voices. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she's <laughs> like ma ma make them away toys. I get it. <laughs> you were sitting it. beside Shelly Winters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I sat by a lady like that in Rocky Ages. Rocky Ages is just a disgusting movie. Just yeah. disgusting. I'm, Had I not just seen Parental Guidance, that would have been my number one nice. without question. But I'm having a lot of trouble. I've got like a pretty, uh, a pretty well, not a long list, but I've got like a good ten of the worst movies I've seen this year. Mm. But they're all for different reasons. Like Trouble with the Curve is just a boring piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would never recommend anyone go see it. Yeah. Um, the Savages was fantastically bad. Uh, mm. Like it was I, bad in a bunch of different a ways. I think that, that, was that was movie's really bad, but I didn't. Um, I didn't absolutely hate it. I just didn't like it because it was such a mediocre middle of the Wait, road. Savages. Yeah. Like I felt like if it had better actors and a better ending, like it could have been a cool movie. But it. But the movie was just like, oh, this is a thing that happened in front of my eyes, and, yeah. and I left the theater, and I was just like, it could have been good, but oh, it was bad. I just bad. so much about it, like it was really disjointed, and then there was like a hundred different endings, all of yeah. which were retarded. Benicio del Toro was good in it, though. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Salma Hayek was all right. Yeah. It? Uh, the kids weren't really all that. Um, no, they were the worst part of it. Or anything. But, uh, but yeah, so there was that. I mean, that's the one that jumps out at me. Cloud yeah. Atlas was another giant embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. I will say uh, one of the other ones that pops to my mind is Dark Shadows. That oh, was a right. horrible yeah, movie. Yeah. Right. Really bad. Oh, and I almost forgot that, that I had to go see That's My Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, and I had to see that fucking monster hotel. Yeah, Hotel mm. Transylvania. Yeah, yeah, that's that's My Boy was, was probably Jesus. one of the worst movies I've ever seen in in for the show. Absolutely. Right. Like, that was just offensively not funny and just offensive in general. Um, well, what about... Do we, and, do we want to move on to the worst albums we had to listen to? Okay, yeah. Well, we if, if I had we to sum up, it, and if I absolutely oh, yeah, had yeah. to pick one, it, it it's not, like, really fun or anything. It would just be Silent Hill. It'd be that Silent Hill movie yeah. because there's nothing about it that's a movie. Or, like, it's just... it's <laughs> There's monsters with butt- buttholes for faces. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, butt face monsters, which... which Elevates it uh, <laughs> uh, above other, the, probably other movies like it, but um, Cloud but yeah, Atlas could have used a couple of those. Yeah, most movies could use a good butt face monster. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was just everything about it was just banal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that. Yeah, same thing with the Resident Evil movie, yeah, which would right. be pretty high on my shit list. Um, as, as far as albums that we had to listen to as punishment in yeah. 2012, uh, I would say right off the bat, the Cranberries album from way back. Yeah. Right. One of the first that was couple one of the episodes. Very first ones. That was a painful album. That, I think that was the first one. I, I think, yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was. It was on my list, but it got bumped recently. It did get bumped recently. I yeah. remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Casey? For what me, did you, it's what between else? two things. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, yeah. the worst punishment this. This year was between Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah, and, that's, a, that's uh, one of my picks. Alanis Morissette. Were those, those both my two picks? Uh, yeah, I were think so. So Sweet. bad. You're a dickhole. <laughs> oh my god, they made me anxious yeah. and confused and angry. Yeah, the, uh, I, I think for me, Celine Dion just edges out Alanis Morissette because the Alanis Morissette album, at least was really unintentionally funny at points, okay. whereas Celine Dion was just interminable the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, it's so long. It felt so long. Yeah. Well, it was like it's 150 tracks. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, just terrible. They, 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 went, they went beyond uh, Cranberries <laughs> for me. Like, just, just though. I mean, because the Alanis Morissette and the Cranberries one were very similar. Um, uh, yeah, As far I as how they affected me, you know? Sure. Now there were some that uh, were really, really horrible and confusing, but uh, memorable for me, mm-hmm. like uh, Kiss. Yeah, music from the, music from the Elders. Another sure. one of my picks. Just unbelievably yeah. bad. Just so <laughs> bad, but I loved it for how yeah that was crazy yeah. it was. Yeah, it had some. It had some pretty hilarious. So stuff on funny. It too. Well, I mean, we fucking talked. We, you know, yeah, quoted it, it or a, whatever. It gave us for, a catchphrase for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that was a. Uh, a unique listening experience. And were there any other uh, weird ones that you enjoyed or took something fun away from? Um, <laughs> uh, well, Christmas in the Stars, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed listening to that. Was one. not yes. was was an interesting listen. Oh, that one just angered me. <laughs> it was pretty bad, but yeah. I, it was it was an interesting thing that I would have again never had yeah. taken the time to listen to unless I wasn't forced to. All right, that one made me really happy. <laughs> um, uh, I think I think. It, 
out of like sheer epicness for what it was to the show. I think music for the from the elder is yeah. sort of where yeah, I yeah. settled. Well, it really was 2012 as far as our show goes. Really was the year of fuck Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Because we had that Gene, had Simmons, Gene Simmons asshole. Gene Simmons that was asshole. a bad one. We watched Never Too Young to Die. Yeah, 87 throwback. Right. Uh, which he plays the cross dressing. Really, we should thank Gene Simmons yeah, yeah, for all of the gold him, that we <laughs> kept. He mind. just kept on turning up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. What What else do we want? So, are we going to talk about best uh, movies well, yeah, of the year? Think, uh, yeah. Let's get under the goods. We yeah. Trashed things for a while. So, uh, I didn't make like a, a, a an actual top ten list, but I think I can't say anything other than that. Uh, Killer Joe would probably be my favorite movie yeah. of the year. That's it, your That's your top movie. I think of the that's year? probably my favorite movie. of the year, just because I it was the one that when I left the theater, it stayed with me. As just being like, holy shit, that movie. And then when I re- I actually watched it twice over the break oh, really? um, with my brother once and also once with my dad. And just watching them back, like twice back to back, I was like, this fucking movie is so good. Yeah. Like yeah. across the board, just awesome. Yeah, the performances are outstanding. Yeah. The script is great. Yeah, it's it, it's given, like you say, it's given to repeat watches. Like, yeah. I, I, re- I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, man. it's really good. Um, It's so bleak. It is. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I almost want to be like, oh, because, like, my list is, is pretty long, but it, it consists of things like Cabin in the Woods you, and which Wanderlust would be on mine. and, yeah. uh, um, you know, Moonrise Kingdom and, and yeah. stuff like that. But, yeah, but to the... And yeah. we've made such a, a looper. I, I, I ended up yeah. putting on there. Seven Psychopaths as well. Hitchcock. Um, but the two I keep coming back to, Killer Joe is one of them. Yeah. It was just, it's, it's such a huge experience. Yeah. Um, for such a small movie. And then, of course, Dread. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dread, uh, you know, I think there's no mystery there that we all That love. we all that really we like Dread. Love that movie. movie. I, I, I don't know if I can call it the best movie this year. Um, well, you, you see, I, you get into a thing where it's like it's hard to call a movie like that the best movie yeah. because it's an action movie or whatever. But, it, but I, I went to I tried to make my list based on what I feel like I'm going to watch a lot. Yeah, right. And that's when what, I look at yeah. night, like going back to 1987 made me think about it and looking at what the huge movies of that year yeah. were and what the Oscar movies were. And like, there's good Oscar movies from 1987, absolutely. But yeah. like, Wall Street's probably the only one that I watched more than once, really. Right. Uh, but like my favorite movies from 1987 are The Princess Bride and Predator and Robocop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like movies that you just watch over and over and over, over again. Over and over and over. And, and I will yeah. continue for the rest of my life. So Dreads, like, I mean, it might be my number one because I know yeah. I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, I'm the many more I'm times. the same way with with movies and music. Ultimately, like I find yeah. it's hard for me to be like, here's my albums and movies that were the best this year. They were better than all the other ones, and that's my opinion. Like, yeah. usually, usually I. I have a lot of movies that are just like that was so fun, like Dread or right. You know? Yeah, that that's the thing. Like it could be for me, it could be Dread, it could be Life of Pi, which yeah. I really enjoyed. It's probably though, if I had to say definitively, it's probably Django Unchained. Yeah, because I yeah. haven't had that much fun seeing a movie and and been so satisfied seeing yeah. a movie in so many different ways yeah. as I was when I saw that. Movie. Yeah, it would be uh, on my list. Yeah, uh, really high up there for me. And I've I've seen this twice, and I know I'm going to keep on watching it because I just adore it is uh, Goon yeah yeah. which I finally did watch the other day yeah um, it's uh, just a great comedy with a real real heart and a nice variety of comedy styles going on in it I really uh, uh, I like that movie I don't, I don't think I would put it on my list but I do think it is a great movie and I thought the stuff between the main character and the girl from um, Scott Pilgrim Scott Pilgrim what's her yeah. name Allison Pill. Pill. Yeah. I think uh, that, that stuff was really surprising 
absolutely that it that it worked as well as it did in, in such a movie. Surprising. Like, yeah. I'm not a hockey fan. Yeah, uh, at all really. But uh, I, I I don't know. I, I loved this movie and the hockey culture of it because it's so Canadian. It was well, so that, comfortably that's thing. Canadian. Like, you know, I, yeah. I'm a sucker a for way. a movie that makes me uh, that that gives me another reason to love Canada. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and and. Like Scott Pilgrim for me was 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 big because yeah. it just made me go, oh my really, god, yeah. Toronto looks super cool. Yeah, uh, and I was like, <laughs> like yeah. a video game. Yeah, yeah, and I and I just I absolutely love that, and I loved Goon for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just it's it's a small, simple movie yeah. with a lot of heart, and I totally. love that. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it's yeah. And, it, and it really uh, uh, lends itself nicely to repeat watches. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait to watch it again. Uh, n- another one I'll just bring up quickly is uh, The Gray. I didn't right. want it to get forgotten because it came out in January, much like Goon. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, if you go on on stellar movie, Just IMDb, stellar they movie. actually are listed as 2011 because they came out in festivals right. late 2011, but they were actually released in theaters in North America right. yeah. really early in 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen The Grey, don't watch I'm, it expecting those trailers that they had the at the time. It isn't wolf Liam puncher Eason punching a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. I'm gonna watch. It. I still haven't, but it's I'm going so to. Great. Yeah. So great. Um, highly, highly recommend it. And a, a similar movie that I feel like is going to get like washed up because it came out, seems like it came out so long ago, but it actually came out officially on DVD. And I think in some theaters uh, in 2012 was The Innkeepers for me, which right. I, I like fucking loved that movie. I just oh. think it's 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 an almost perfect movie for me. I just think it's on that, uh, yeah. it's on the Netflix. Yeah, now, yeah so like, it is. Um, Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, the performances are so great, and I love it. Like uh, it's like a character-driven ghost movie, mm-hmm. and it's just really entertaining. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, something I noticed on your list that you had uh, written in our thread. Yeah. Um, that I did watch over the holidays. Okay. Uh, was the new Universal Soldier movie? Oh shit! Mm. Yeah. You watched that? Yeah, Reckoning. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. I'm so glad you know somebody watched it <laughs> oh, and I can talk about it. Oh yeah, I just loved it. It's I so good, right? It. Where did you watch it? Um, I watched it at uh, Athena's sister's place. Um, Netflix or no, no, on uh, DVD, yeah, right, oh, of okay. some kind. Um, but uh, yeah, wow, the it's dark and bleak and yeah. violent and and arty, unapologetic and so yeah. arty. Yeah. arty. it is it's really arty. super yeah. fucking arty. I love that. It is. Yeah. yeah, there's uh there's those like there's these scenes where they do like the flashing uh yeah, like strobe yeah. light and it's Craziness. fucking awesome. And it's uh, so brutal. It's so so violent. violent. It's so <laughs> the fight in the sporting goods that's store. That's the oh, when is there's like, a turning point there, yeah. and it just the movie just goes gas. <laughs> <laughs> I I really do like that. That movie was up there with the Raid Redemption for me, where I was just like, holy fuck, this is a brutal, awesome action movie. Yeah, yeah. And I will watch again. And I will. Yeah. I'm. Ex- I want to watch it again now yeah. that it's out. Yeah, no, I for just sure. Wanna, like, I because I, uh, they go together. I think I feel like there's more coming. Yeah, there has to. There right? has to be. Um, but I just want to get. Uh, what was the What was the first one this guy did? Of the oh, he did uh, Red, you, Red, Universal Soldier, not Regeneration, is something it? Something like that. Yeah, Regeneration, anyway, and that was the, Day of Reckoning. The same. Yeah, yeah, the same director. Anyway, did just, both those grabs these two movies and watched them back. Yeah. back. He's really just taking a taking a old shitty franchise, like really shitty, really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, movie is so fucking. It's stupid. bad. And I then, mean, it's fun, but and then the sequel's bad. And then they made like six TV movies, and yeah, we're like, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it a TV show for a while? I don't know. I think they yeah. were like yeah, TV movies. But yeah, he re- revitalized that man. Terrible, terrible, weird, thoughtful. Yeah. Like, 
extremely violent. Oh, man, what a cool movie. Yeah, it was really good. Cool, cool movie. Check it out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And then, I mean, then there was other stuff that was, uh, was so much fun, and I enjoyed heavily, like The Avengers. Yeah, I, I like The Avengers Rises. Yeah. I fucking loved Dark Knight Rises. I, just a great movie. I don't great think movie. I would put Avengers or Dark Knight on my end of the year list. I would put it. Uh, I would put them both on my list if yeah. I had to. I liked them a lot, but I just, I don't know. Uh, for sure, for for sheer enjoyment of for a movie. sheer, eh? For sure. sheer, oh yeah, yes. all guaranteed, eh? For, <laughs> for, <laughs> uh, for for sheer enjoyment, uh, may, Cabin in the Woods is super. Yeah, high. I would oh, put God. that on mine for sure. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, that's because high on my list. I, I've seen, yeah. I saw that movie twice in the yeah. theater and just enjoyed it more the second time, and mm-hmm. it's just got some of it's the so most amazing gore I've ever seen in a movie. Yep. It's just a blast to watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, it's a big, bloody, messy, awesome yeah. time. Mm. What are we going to talk about next? Uh, well, we've got... Albums you enjoy? We've got okay. best album. Of, yeah. I, my best a- albums list is retarded long. Yeah, me too. <coughs> yeah, we'll Way too it, long. Uh, sharp, but yeah. for, for me, I think I can sum it up to, to two albums, which are actually really weird albums for yeah. me. But. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. I said I can. I didn't okay. say I was going. You didn't say you wanted to. Uh, keep for me, I guess the two albums that sort of meant the most to me this uh, uh, this year, which is weird, are uh, Mike Snow or Mike, uh, Mike Snow. Yeah. Uh, uh, happy to you because it's just that's just really cool I, that you put that on there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I spent a lot of time with that album because it's just so strangely produced and uh, and structured. Yeah. And, is just absolutely fucking wonderful to listen to yeah, no, over I love and that over. Record. What a great pop album! It's, yeah, it's, really cool. It's, that, that's the thing is that it's, it's one of the best. Enjoy a pomp album. Yeah, it's one of the best pop albums I've ever yeah, heard. I, yeah, I, I continue to put on the song "Paddling Out" throughout the year because oh, yeah, it's yeah. such a catchy great. song. The wave is just such a like yeah. super catchy song, and um, uh, that and uh, Kishibashi's "151A." Yeah, that's one that I've been thinking about recently because we talked about it and I really liked it, but I haven't really revisited it a lot. Yeah, but yeah. I remember thinking it was really cool. I spent a lot of time with that yeah. album this yeah. uh, this summer, and just it's uh, it's so thoughtfully uh, uh, crafted, yeah. and 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 it's 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 a really beautiful album. Yeah. Gorgeous album. Without being kind of cloying mm-hmm. or, or like uh, emotionally manipulative. Yeah. It's just a very honest album. Um, I can probably, I would say if I was forced to pick one album, uh, I would definitely pick an album that we all talked about and loved, uh, Young Man's Volume 1. Yeah. I really actually went back to that album uh, uh, not too long ago. Listen to it and yeah, and yeah it, it definitely makes my list. Of That's like the top same, yeah, anyway. same kind of thing with Killer Joe. Where just like the first time I listened to it, I was just like, "Holy shit, yeah. this is an incredible album." <laughs> yeah, 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 I can totally get on board with mm-hmm. that. Um, there's a lot of things I really liked this year. I really liked uh, Death Grips. I would mm-hmm. not yeah, that'd be Cloud on... Nothings. Mm-hmm. Um, Attack on I Memory. actually just I... listened to, to, to <laughs> Attack on Memory on vinyl today. Oh, nice. And um, and I was like, oh, it just it adds a whole new dimension. Yeah, to that, that that's definitely probably one of the other ones for me. Um, yeah, and Ty Segal's Twins. Yeah, um, I'm all, all three of his. Albums I still haven't heard that. But the ones that I listened to the most this year that I'm, I'm really all all about were uh, Lee Fields and the Expression. That's on my that list album. too. Yeah, uh, what an that's my top what five. What a great yeah, record. that's what such a, a good great album. Great fucking record. And I've I've listened to it all year. So well produced. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and so well sung. So Absolutely. just yeah, catchy and awesome and yeah. well performed. Um, and then another one is uh, Disappears Pre-Language. That's, yeah. It's just never it's a good gone album. out of rotation for no, me all year. No, I, I listen to it all the time. On. Disappears so are just such a good fucking band, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. great. 
If you haven't heard that, uh, Disappears, uh, go get the album, Prelanguage. It's yeah. excellent. Get that on vinyl, too. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah. I have it on vinyl. It's great. Yeah. Uh, my number one, though, uh, which you guys will not agree with in any kind of way, is Liars <laughs> oh, Wish You. No. No, because it's that's terrible. My album of the year, <laughs> without question. Yeah. Just, oh, man. I could definitely Just understand how it would dark be. and creepy panic-inducing, beautiful album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, a, yes. just a boring Radiohead <laughs> album. Just, yeah. Oh, man, I don't understand you people. No, it's no. It's so I, weird. It's so weird that I don't like that album. And it's so weird that I don't like The Liars in general. Yeah, yeah because not sense. Because that, I was so excited when I heard that album and, and that it was electronic and it had kind of gone into a, a genre that I love. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, finally, this band is doing something that's kind of more tailored toward what I like a lot. And, and then uh, I was really <laughs> just bored to like Casey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will go back to it, though, and try it again and again. Sure. I probably won't. I will. <laughs> um, I, I do want to give an honorary mention to a couple of albums. Regina Spectre is what we saw from the Cheap Seats. Has some yeah. amazing uh, stuff well, on it. Oh, you mean Regina? Uh, sorry, Vagina Inspector. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that was one of the things when I introduced the album in that episode. I was like, Regina Spectre. And yeah, you guys I were like, what that. the f- What? It's, it's I was like, I've never said her name out loud. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Tenacious D's Rise of the Phoenix. Because yeah. it has some amazing shit oh, on Oh, man. It. No, I, no, I really enjoyed I don't know. that. I liked some of that album. But yeah, I, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's the stuff I liked, album. I really liked. Yeah. That title song, that is one of my songs of the year. Absolutely. That, was that song a fucking epic is song. outrageous. I like it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, oh, man. Yeah. But I also want to give a little, uh, uh, oh, I guess, a little hometown mention to three albums that are th- fucking thoroughly some of my favorite albums this year. Our uh, uh, Gray's Easy Listening. Yeah, uh, I fucking just absolutely. It's love a really that good album. album. They have it's a one new of my one coming albums. out. Did they do? Eh? They yeah. do. And I Gray's caught, are a great fucking band. I caught them at uh, oh, uh, at Parts them? and Labor. Um, really good live band. Oh my god! I mean, Parts and Labor needs to get a fucking decent PA in there. But other than that, like they were crushing live. Yeah, they, I've seen them so loud. And I've so seen awesome. them like twice, yeah. and and they really are a band that that you listen to their album, you're like, this is a great fucking album. But then you see them live, and you're like, this is a great yeah, fucking band. It's a fucking <laughs> experience to see them live. So that was amazing. And uh, uh, also, um, uh, Dream Jefferson's uh, Manchester Blue. Yeah, it's a great EP. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, something I go back to, as well as uh, Word Burglars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, burglar. um, the verbal surfer, surfer. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Toronto, I'll give a shout out to uh, Tear Jerkers uh, EP oh, this right year. On. They uh, are a really great band, and they're I bought <laughs> I bought their EP on cassette. I don't really do that that often, but I love that band, and so I uh, I bought their album on cassette. I can't listen to it. No, but that's that's how much I like that album. It's really good. You bought it so you could just look at the little... Well, it came <laughs> with the digital download, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it was a Wicked package. Yeah. Sweet. Wicked, wicked package. Wicked package. <laughs> I took that cassette out and smelled it and fucking... <laughs> yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, this Go has do. been informative. Yeah. 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 It, was a it was a good year. Pretty entertaining year. Yeah. 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 So Good job, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna play some Hero Swap to yes, to get to it round out. out the episode. Yes. Yeah. This is this will be an, a a long back to back to the episode, back yes. to our show kind of yeah. thing. Back New Year, long episode. Yes. Um, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. I'm so very hungover.
Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. Yeah. This is one of those matches. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Just for you. Just for you. All right. Who uh, are we? Who are we? Who are we today, 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 today is uh, Princess Leia. Yeah. Oh, right. Versus Ash. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my well, God. Where's the damn dice? Let's see where these... Uh, we are rolling to see where they will these, be fighting. Uh, these people are going to be facing each other. What do we got here? What is that? Two. Two. We got a, that's a UFC ring. Okay, All right. That changes everything. Yeah. Because uh, I was really... Uh, if this had involved weaponry of any kind, I, I was going to feel very strongly towards Princess Leia. Really? She is, she well, is she's, got, she's good with accurate. a blaster. Yeah, yep. She is the most accurate shooter in all of the Star Wars okay. games. Mm-hmm. She hits everything she fires Because I was going to say, if if weapons are allowed, then Ash is going to have a fucking chainsaw. Then he's going to have a chainsaw, chainsaw arm. And a shotgun. Yeah, but she's got a laser gun. But anyway, yeah. that's is a moot point because we have no have, weapons. Is he allowed to have the weapons that is a part of his arm, or does he just have a stump? No, because technically it's still a weapon. I mean, it's a detachable weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't okay. think he gets it. No, he doesn't get the chainsaw. So he's got, he's got a disadvantage because he has one arm and a stump. Well, maybe it's before he lost the hand. Oh, okay. It could be Ash from Evil Dead. You did one. say peak. We usually do their their, their yeah, peak yeah. ability. Yeah, which right. which I would say is after his. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, after he cuts his hand off is when he really starts Gets kicking going. ass. Well, most before well, that, shit happens it, to him. He's most physical in Army of Darkness. Yeah, that's right. when he's like. Getting, so he has a stump and a hand then. Uh, sure, or he can have his metal hand. Yeah, maybe we'll give him his metal hand. Okay, because um, I yeah. feel like the the chainsaw is too much of too an much. advantage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, that metal hand, he can fucking clock her in the side of the head and crush in her skull. This is so. true. Yeah, um, but therein lies the thing. I think we, because she's we, the shooter. Yeah. We all agree she's fucked, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. she can't do anything else. Like no. she's well, she's she good with a blaster, out, but uh, job of the hut. Yeah, but. Um, she, you know, she's rough and tumble. She's not like a Ish. damsel in distress by any means. She's no, no, active, active character. Well, sure, but she just comes in and saves people. And and yeah. I mean, to be fair, she doesn't fight Jabba the Hutt. She kind of kills him while he's not looking. This is true. So. <laughs> um, so. But she does it while wearing that gold bikini. Yeah. So. Which is awesome. And and yeah. let's put her in that bikini for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I don't know why not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just imagine that, if yeah. you will. Man, um, I was hoping this would be either Thunderdome or mm-hmm. Jungle. So I think th- this is another one of those situations where we put both of these people in the ring. The bell rings. I don't think they're going to go at it. Not immediately, they're not gonna, no. You know, because she's going to be like, okay, I don't have my gun. How am I going to approach this situation? Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, okay, like... I no, don't he'll have say my... something snarky. <laughs> yeah, well, he will, but he's not going to want to fight a girl. No, like no. Ash doesn't. No, want He's to not fight an a asshole. Girl. No, in in any mean by any means. Well, so. but when push comes to shove, yeah, with the ladies. Oh yeah, yeah he'll yeah, get yeah. no problem. He'll get, yeah, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then when you know she's like, "You found me once. Once you found me beautiful, oh, baby." You got, you got real it. ugly. <laughs> and then just kills her. You know? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, um, there's no yeah, problem with it. He will kill a lady. Yeah. I think that's the defining thing is like when it comes to push comes to shove, he's got, yeah. well, I, I'm looking out for number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, I like, I feel like it's going to be a bit of an awkward fight. Yeah. I just think like, when yeah. is it going to get to the point? Like, how is it going to get to the point where Ash is going to say, all right, now I got to fuck this shit up. Right. You know? 
And I think I was right. I think what he does, I think the death blow is just him punching her in the side of the head with his big metal hand. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Princess Leia. Although is... she does have those big cinnamon buns on the sides of her head, it's so maybe true. that absorbs, <laughs> absorbs the, the it's true, a little cushioning. Yeah. And she is um, cinnamon buns. <laughs> uh, repulsed by slash attracted to uh, body men yeah. who have uh, you know who are scoundrels and uh, right. arrogant and full Ner- of themselves. Nerf herders. Yep. Sure. Yep. Who's scruffy looking? Um, yeah. And Ash is very much scruffy in that looking. nature. He is scruffy looking. He is a nerf herder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First Known and foremost, the herding of nerfs. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think, okay, so, but she's uh, initially she's ter- very turned off by Hansel and his whole thing. And maybe she's been, you know, uh, spurned, uh, spurned by this. And so she'll, she'll take the offensive and, and, take the first attack yeah mm-hmm. i think i think well, that's maybe right they'll both go in and after a, a short period of yeah he'll, weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. or come on to her or yeah. something and she won't have spent enough time in the ring to to get to that point where she gets over being repulsed by the scruffy looking nerf herder yeah right. and and becomes attracted to him so i think yeah you're right she will like very not quickly but she will eventually just be like okay I gotta start punching you. Yep, and um, she'll do that. She'll 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 give it her best. I think. I, I feel like she's not gonna do that. Well. No, that's a shame. I kind of felt like she was gonna make it through. I thought yeah. that, that really. Uh, yeah, I did when I I figured well she has the know, blaster. Yeah, yeah. If if or if you get her into a uh, I think in Thunderdome she would have had a shot too. She had something some set of tools to work with because yeah. she is a good she's a problem solver mm-hmm. again she's not a uh, she's not a damsel in distress no no she saves han yeah. Yeah. or well attempts to save han yeah, yeah. i think you're right as long as she wasn't going up some kind of against some kind of like super heavy hitter like uh, matrix uh john matrix or something mm-hmm. i think if she was up against some some average fighters that she was well uh well pitted against and she had her gun yeah. I think it, it would have been very easy for her to take any number of the uh, yeah. competitors out, yeah. for sure. But no weapons UFC ring, I think. Uh, yeah. Middle hand crushes, middle hand crushes her. Yeah. And, and Ash moves on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, which is nice, simple too. as that. I'm yeah. A, and uh, oh, I think yeah. Nobody wants to see Ash. More than a casual Ash fan die. of those movies. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see him in action against, uh, like I said, a heavy hitter, maybe with his chainsaw. Maybe hopefully, with the chainsaw. Hopefully That's all we can really hope for. Yeah. Okay. Ash moves on to round two. And speaking of such things, round two and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, next week is our last oh, match man. of round one. How, okay, so how many people have we fought in round one? All well, 64. 64? Okay. Yeah, 64 All right. uh, entered. 62 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, make sure I'm correct on that. We don't have anybody left. Yeah, just one left. And All right. Then we move on to round two. <clears throat> and it's a good one. Our last one is a nice one. Uh, enjoyable films to watch for recapping to see what strengths and weaknesses are because we've got Buckaroo Banzai yes. versus Snake Plissken. Awesome. Oh, interesting. interesting. I kind of feel like I know where this one's going to go, I but love, it's going to be an interesting yeah, conversation. It is. <laughs> I love me some Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, that is God, such yeah. a good movie. That movie is fantastic. Someone's it's, crying in here. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the show. Stop the show. Someone's crying in here. Why aren't you having a good is time? Is someone not having a good time? <laughs> Um, yeah. Great movie. Excellent movie. If you haven't seen uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, no. get on it. It's on American Netflix. I'm sure your uh, interweb can find it for you yeah. as well. But uh, classic Definitely. movie. Tons of people in it. Really. There's no, yeah. no reason not to see it. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. And Escape from New York. If you haven't seen it, stop being stupid. And yeah. Watch Escape from New York. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. 
Sweet. All right. Well, uh, watch those movies, and we'll talk about that fight next week. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter at SYNWPC or Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Or you can follow Modern Superior Podcast Network on Twitter at Modern Superior. Check out all of our other shows. Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas just had a Christmas episode dropped on Christmas. If you're too busy to listen uh, to podcasts over the break, it's one to revisit. And uh, there's Kangaroo Court, uh, Improv on Tape, all the other ones. Check them all out. Uh, <laughs> also, also one, one other quick thing I wanted to say. Uh, a movie to check out that's uh, from this year that's that's good. It's just definitely worth a watch. A movie called uh, Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Uh, with, I've been uh, thinking about watching that because there's so many people in it, yeah, but I yeah, was like, but got, I've never heard of it. It must be bad. Uh, no, it's 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 really enjoyable. Okay. Uh, like, you got... Um, it, it's written, uh, co-written by uh, Peter Hayek, who's, uh, um, you know, been a, a sitcom guy forever. You mm-hmm. know, he did, like, Larry Sanders. He was okay. on uh, King of the Hill. Did a, like, did a lot of writing, like, really, really good shows. Um, the script is fantastic. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is always great. Uh, you got Nick Kroll, Martin Starr, oh, uh, uh, Dave Koechner. It's just if you like that little kind of um, cadre of people, then it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, I've been I've been on the fence about it just because I haven't really heard much about it, mm-hmm. and there's so many people in it. I was like, well, there's got to be a reason why I haven't. So it's it's great. It's 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 yeah. really it's I'm gonna a really watch fun that. watch. Yeah. Sweet. That's so, definitely yeah, that's on go. Netflix. Yeah, because I keep seeing it mm-hmm. pop up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. should I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna see it then. Super sweet. Wicked. All right, that's it. Okay. We will see you next Wednesday, Internet. We won't be hungover. We won't no. be as hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, 2012. Yeah. Mm. 2013. Here we go. What up? See ya. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Hello, year. Someone's been doing push-ups. This is an attractive year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.